we're professionals, we swear. Yep. Okay. Recording. Your favorite podcast on your favorite game. It's on Smite. Don't we all? Welcome to On Smite. It's episode 401, the fourth season, though the last one was relatively short. We are back, finally, and we have a special guest with us today. That is Sun Touch. Yo, what's up? Yay! Yeah, that's, I like that yes. excitement. There we go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess for starters, do you want to give everybody a brief overview of who you are and, and what you've been doing within the uh, Smite community, how they might know you? Yeah, I, I pretty much played on a bunch of pro teams, played on uh, SK Gaming, uh, Cloud9 when they were in the EU, and uh, London Conspiracy. Uh, played on a couple of seasons of the Smite Pro League. Um, so most most people know me from that and uh, my stream, and then pretty much that's about it. And I recently kind of took a break from competitive just to focus on some kind of more IRL stuff and uh, things like that. So yeah, awesome. It seems like you're, you're uh, streaming more. Is that kind of you think you'd lean more to streaming and, and uh, showing people how to play Smite? Yeah, just been trying to stream uh, Smite more like kind of rather than just as a profession where you're streaming every day to improve and like playing eight hours a day and not really caring too much about anything you know just making sure that when i do stream it's like you know seven to eight hours of like a lot of information for people to kind of learn the game more right less less so you know very cool if anyone has any other questions feel free to throw them out and uh, we'll, we'll be going on to the next segment in just a second or two. Um, I would also like to mention that uh, if you want to leave any comments or questions for uh, future shows, you can go to speakpipe.com slash on smite. And it will be an audio thing and you can leave it and it'll be your voice. And I won't pick up. Uh, Bitburner may pick up the phone and say hi real I might, quick. I might actually do that. But uh, you don't have to worry about uh, like my mom coming in and picking up because well she doesn't live here. <laughs> oh, but <that's> right. <laughs> that would be a little weird, Brent. It would be. Would I'd be, be like, Mom, what are you doing to get on my audio thing? Anyway, uh, I guess that leaves us to. Hey guys, what's cracking? I love that bumper. All these Those bumpers. sound bits, man, are fantastic. I love them. I know. Eric, <laughs> Eric did these. He did did a great job, and uh, then he left, and well, we still use his bumpers to this day, and that's how <laughs> it's going to go. Uh, so I've uh, been, uh, uh, I guess the long story short, all summer I've been getting my computer back so we could stream. And it's finally back together, pieced together, and I can actually play Smite again without it, it crashing on me. So I've been getting back in, trying to get to 60 on or one day on everything, and played the new god. He seems uh, fun, and he looks like an orc with blue head. It's kind of weird, but it's <laughs> still fun stuff. Um, that's about it for me. Uh, what you been up to, Joe? Um, you know, I've been putting a lot more time into the, uh, my YouTube channel. Um, I broke a massive 50 subscribers, which is uh, kind of cool for the 
part time that I put into it. Um, and I had a I had one of my videos kind of somehow ended up uh, people ended up getting a hold of it, but it's just short of two thousand views now, which nice. is fantastic. Uh, I also managed to master every god in the game, with exception to the new headless mouth god. Right on. And right. uh, and you yeah. changed your name in the process. You're now changed Lincoln Bob. Lincoln Bob. You know, it's an old name I used to have from my CS uh, days. And when you used to stream Lincoln Log play, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what I do in my spare time is I build stuff out of Lincoln Logs, and then it turned into Minecraft. Um, and then I grew up, and then uh, now I just play Smite all the time. Nice. So why isn't it Lincoln Joe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, so Bob doesn't was... roll off the tongue. I'm yeah. sorry. Bob I'm asking was... you too many questions. What? I'm asking you too many questions. That's fine. That's fine. Looks like <laughs> look like we lost uh, some touches camera too. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, it's good. Okay. I, I was grabbing the light, you know. Oh, that's that's fine. I just wanted right. to make sure. And uh, I guess is that about it, Lincoln Bob? Joe, uh, bit burner. How, how you yeah, been? Yeah, it's about it. I'm done. Go ahead, <clears throat> well, I had I had actually weaned myself off of Smite because I was getting so frustrated with the matchmaking, and then there was an update, so I wanted to give it a chance. And uh, yeah, somebody rerolled the healer last night in assault. Oh, so that was that was that was great. I, I still can't <laughs> believe that's like, not a specifically <laughs> reportable offense. That should be something you can select when you're. And, in. He's, and the guy was like, "Well, I don't know how to play him," and I'm all, "Well, any of us would have traded you for the healer. I mean, it's better than losing." <laughs> so I don't know. I, that's been my experience. Like, you know, I'm I don't really play uh, the 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 three lane so much. I'm, I'm more of like assault and kind of casual players. Reason I play casual, but uh, um. It's just been really frustrating lately, and I think it has to do with um, everybody getting the boost and getting up to like a higher level, level or messing with their ELO, so that I'm getting paired with these people that um, don't understand like the basics of like most of the gods, and, and, or things like rerolling the healer. <laughs> and so hmm. I, I, it's it's that's been kind of frustrating. But I love playing Smite. Don't get me wrong. I love when the adrenaline starts going, man. When you when the when it gets down to like. When you're not just kicking everybody's butt and being like, oh, yeah, they're surrendering yeah. all the time. It's just like when it gets down to like well, there's three points left and it's, you know, the last thing. I love when it gets to that. And I, those are the kind of – I had a couple times like that this last week, so it's kind of kept me going. But Yeah, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather even lose a match by one point than win it by 200 in arena. Oh, like, yeah. It's just pointless. Yeah, there's yeah, been a lot of times when, when, it's, when the matching is still unbalanced and then you're so far ahead that – that I'm like, yeah, I'm having a good game. I'm doing well. Well, then the other team just just gives up, and you don't even actually get to finish the whole game because, uh, you know, you did too good. I guess uh, it's, it's just not matched. That time. And also in assault, you're gonna hear me talk about assault and and uh, and assault and and assault <laughs> and, and probably arena. But the the matchmaking is kind of weird in that too. Like you'll get a team with like four guardians on it. And or like uh, three guardians. That's very typical. Three to two guardians every every time. And so it's really weird to play uh, lately. I don't know what they've done to change some of the things, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. How about you, yeah. Ragin? I find I usually do well in those uh, three guardian matches, and not just because I prefer guardians, but just I don't know. I find in assault they're a little more useful than they are in 
all the other matches. That's fine. Yeah, if you, if, you're, if you have the three Guardians, it's great. <laughs> Those are <laughs> oh, you're talking the other team having them. Yeah, the other team having uh, three Guardians. I'm like, ah, oh, crap, what do we do? You know? And we have no Guardian. Better. <laughs> or, or the worst Guardian. I don't know. Well, my experiences have been a little bit different than Bit in that I agreed uh, that matchmaking was really bad for quite a while. Uh, had a lot of issues with... Uh, just really unbalanced matches one way or the other. A lot of uh, DC people, p- people dropping off. Uh, but right about the same time as you came back, I found that got a lot better. Now, maybe that's partly because I've been playing in parties a lot more. I've been playing with our friends Team Party quite a bit lately. Um, so I found that has improved quite a bit lately. I don't know if other people would agree. Shout out uh, to Team Party. That always helps. Team Party. As yeah. long as they're evenly, you know, the ELO mm-hmm. is kind of even between you all, which which I know the people you're teaming with it is. So, you know, that, that works well. But And then a few I other things. No, friends. <laughs> no <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> um, a few other things. I got my Diamond Odin, so that's diamond number four for me. Yeah. And I'm working on Hell and Guan Yu. Guan Yu is interesting for me. I back two and a half years ago when I started playing Smite, Guan Yu was my original main back when I was completely clueless and had no idea how to play him and when he was still the red faced tank. <laughs> and now that I've got all my masteries and I've played through and I'm returning to him, I find he's really, really good and he fits right into my playstyle now that I finally know how to play him properly. Things like not prioritizing his two over his three. Imagine that. I used to use his uh, Warrior's Will as my main damage output and didn't even bother leveling Taolu Assault. That's what I did as a noob, so uh, that's kind of nice. A few other things. I did have an unfortunate run-in, and Okami and Super Cory will back me up on this. Uh, We're pretty sure we ended up being matched against someone using some sort of speed hack cheat. He was playing the fastest Kabrakan I have ever seen. And that is even when his dash was on cooldown and when his new Watt teammate wasn't throwing mist at him. He was lagging all over the place uh, and in very convenient fashion. And mm-hmm. I was playing Guan Yu and we had the same base speed and the same boots. And he was outrunning me both directions, like trying to get away from me or chasing me down. And uh, it's interesting. I've, I've reported him. We all reported him. Um, last I checked, he's still playing. So I'm not sure, apparently Hi-Rez doesn't agree with us on that, that he was using some sort of cheat, but if he wasn't, I don't know how he was moving that quickly uh, as Cabracken. He probably, if he overclocked anything, there's a there's an issue with Smite when you overclock, that it actually speeds up the game for the, for you. So he could use that excuse like, oh, I, I, did, a, I did this, you know, overclocking on my CPU and it did, you know, it made everything faster, and they give him another chance. But I, I haven't seen speed hacks except at very low level players. You know that are in, you know entry level people because they get banned so quick. So that's surprising. Yeah, well, and the strange thing is, like his, he was obviously a level thirty account to be playing with uh, in a match against us, and his. Uh, well, I don't know with the matchmaking. <laughs> well, no, I, I checked him out on Smite Guru, and oh, okay. Uh, he was flat about my skill level until not long before that match, actually. And then all of a sudden, it just ramps right up. Yeah. Um, he just takes a huge spike in his elo. So, I don't know. It, it certainly looks suspicious. But uh, he did play 
I, I'm a bit of a, I'm stalking him a little bit. I'm tracking his play. And he did He did <laughs> play his first league match yesterday. So if he's using it in league, I'm guessing it oh. will get uh, treated a little bit quicker. Yeah, so, I think if, if if he's hacking or something, I mean, he'll get caught. It'll be so he'll get his in the end. So you know, I just don't let it ruin you your play. Your play. A, long, a long time. You can just kind of feel it. You can tell when something's not right. When somebody's moving a little bit quicker, and they're like, this never happens. Like, you, you know. It's almost like a sense, you know. It's weird you when they're up... like moving really fast and then they they're still hitting every ability, every auto attack, but they're moving fast. Yeah, I I've, I've had that happen probably like four times in the last mm. like year. So in ranked or what? Uh, just in casuals. One no, it was just in casuals. There was one time in ranked, but I'm pretty sure the guy was just lagging, but he wasn't hitting every ability. So you don't see a whole lot of like speed hackers or anything like that in the in the ranked scene, just mostly in casuals. No, it's be honest that like the ranked <laughs> scene is the same people really. Like most of the time, it's probably like the same four hundred people uh, okay. here or there. Yeah. So. Ten thousand accounts and it's the same four hundred people. <laughs> well, uh, you know, like if you play the same time of day, especially like I always play in the daytime when everyone's at work or yeah. at school. That's true. So. It's kind of more of a diluted pool of people, and gotcha. and then obviously they're trying to match it with masters or whatever ranking. So, so what uh, what game mode do you play most often? Do you play the conquest? I, and... I play I play League conquest. If I'm playing off stream, I actually play siege. I, I really like siege. Yeah, siege is fun. Yeah, it's like just fun conquest, you know. Mm, yeah, it's yeah, faster so. typically. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that you're not in. Uh, officially in pro league anymore? Are you branching out more and playing more of those other modes, or are you still playing about the same proportion of of conquest? I'm playing about the same. It, it's more like if I'm playing with my girlfriend or friends and I play conquest casual. I I'm not even trying to complain. <laughs> I'm not even trying to complain, but I five ults hit me a lot of the time. <laughs> so I was getting angry at that, and I was like, I don't want to bring you guys in a bad mood because we win, but. I was like zero nine, and I was like, "Can we just, you know?" So then we just play siege, and the siege people seem to be a bit more relaxed with holding me. And yeah, we normally have some pretty fun games there, uh, back and forth games. Sometimes we lose, sometimes we win. So it's pretty. So, fun. quick question about that: uh, Incon put up a, a little video from when he was on uh, on a stream, and uh, yeah. he blinked in on you, and then another person blinked in on you. Were you recording that at all, or no? Yeah, I was. I was streaming. I. The funny story is, I. I should have made a highlight for the Incon because after dying seven times, I crackened him literally ten times. Every, no matter who was alive, he was, he was support. I was like, I know what he's doing. He was trying to blink freeze me, and I just I crackened him ten times. And I was screaming. I was like, Incon's he's dead. He is gonna get this cracking. And we actually won. So it was it was pretty cool. And then he said, right. "What's cracking? That's right. That's yeah, me. That's right." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who is your uh, favorite god to play right now I'm, i know that usually changes for most people but... for me I'm, yeah i'm i'm like an anha guy you know i like playing anha just oh. fun character you have like a lot of different plays you can like stun people you can push them away you can jump on them you can use your ult for outplays like cc immunity it just seems like there's a lot of different things you can do with anha compared to like a i don't know What's a bad example? Like Shibalanke? Shibalanke seems pretty one-dimensional. You know, you're just auto-attacking and then you jump away or forwards. So, yeah, just Anha's fun. 
And uh, if I'm playing mid, uh, Agni right now. Agni's fun. I, I I just can't do the the lion though. I I can't line up that ult. I'm always just like behind or forward. And I'm following someone and never hit him. What's wrong with me? Well, an Agni. Yeah. Oh no no yeah. no. I was. Oh um, no no. And her. got a lead. Got to lead it. Yeah. 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 It was pretty tricky. It was pretty tricky. I always blame it to speed hackers myself. But, uh, <laughs> but that's the thing. When everyone's speed hacking, you can't hit it. Yeah. So I just started speed hacking myself so I could keep up with them. I figured that you know that's the way to go. So. Not really. Don't ban me. <laughs> Gabe's going to ban me now. Speaking of, next week, uh, we're supposed to have Gabe on the show. And then um, and we got some other guests we'll uh, be announcing as well uh, On after that. Uh, we didn't really get into what's cracking for you, SunTouch, though. Do you, you want to tell us about uh, how your week's been going? If, if Any cool videos people should be looking for, streams or anything? I've, I've been doing some guides on my YouTube. So there's a few, like, I've been trying to do, like, a very beginner's guide to smite because i feel like there wasn't like a resource for it you know most of the guides were just like i don't know high-res were doing some good guides to be honest with them like the um the Lord enemy guides yeah. by trent trent right. yeah, those are pretty good yeah. i think they were really good for like yeah players. i really like that series but yeah i just think uh, you know a lot of newer players they don't really understand where to go for resource for smite compared to other games uh, when I'm playing like uh, another MOBA, they always tell me to go to this one site, and it's like just full of information. And right. We don't really have that yet, you know. We have we have some websites, but they can be hit or miss. And yeah, so just trying to build some YouTube stuff up there, and uh, yeah, just been kind of relaxing, streaming stuff like that. What's your favorite uh, site to go to? I think I if I had to recommend people, I'd say Smite Guru, Smite Guru. Agree. I just think. You know the way they collect the average builds. Like every time I click on a character, I'm like, yeah, that's a good build. You know, I'm not, I've never like that's bad. The thing with building is, you know, it changes. There's not a set build per game. You know, sometimes they have five physicals. If you're playing at lower level as well, for sure, you know, people can just pick five physicals and for Stone of Gaia is not a good item anymore. So, um, yeah, I just think that's a good website for the newer players to just go and grab a quick build, like it. Very cool. And where can people uh, find your YouTube channel? Uh, it's just SunTouch9. SunTouch9. Made yeah. that nice and easy for him. Yeah. So Thank you. be sure to head over there and check out uh, SunTouch's new videos. It sounds like it's going to be a really good series. And does anybody have anything else to, we want to talk about to know what's cracking? We got the uh, Smite World Champion uh, tickets on sale. Are they still on sale? Have they sold out? Last I looked, there was like a thousand or so or something. Yeah, last I looked, they were still. Um, I have my tickets booked already, both for the event and my plane tickets, so I will definitely be there. You plan nice. to go Sun Touch? I I can't afford the journey. It's it's a bit too far away, and um, yeah, with the like ticket price, like, hotel prices, it's it's not like out of reach, but it's um, more of like for me, I I want to go on like a holiday and yeah. I, Atlanta isn't like a holiday destination for me anymore because I've, I've been there like two or three times. <laughs> right, there's nothing wrong with that Atlanta. There's not, you know, it's a nice city, but like if it, for example, if they said the World Championship was in Barcelona, I I don't I honestly go 100 percent because I'd be yeah. like I want to go I want to you know I can spend some time on the beach alongside watching Smite, right. which would be the dream. But yeah, now so you, you did play in the first one, right? Yeah, I played in the the launch twenty. I think and... we rode on a bus with you on the way to the tournament because we were talking to your to your uh, uh, coach or team lead. I don't know 
an old guy or something. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. Uh, I, I can't even remember. It was a long they, time ago. They had, like, the shuttles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah. was kind of interesting. I thought that uh, we, we bumped in there. Uh, also coming up, um, let's see, the Summer of Smites ending. Who's sad about Thank that? Goodness. I guess no. Uh, no, nobody else will be able to buy the Hunky Lee skin anymore, so it won't be any more seen than it already is. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy about that. I'm, I'm so. okay with that going away. Plus, that horrible Aphrodite voice pack. Yes, I, I'd like to actually know if we could uh, spend some gems and just not have to see those skins anymore. Ouch! Either. Oh wow! <laughs> Pick other people's skins. Yeah, like, it go, it's what you go, see, right? Go with the default skins if you've if you've paid that, yeah. <laughs> Pay extra to see a different skin than they have set. Yeah, one of the things I really wanted in that was uh, the Mesmerize announcer pack, but um, I just didn't, I didn't want to spend the money to get all the stuff I'm never going to uh, use. So, and I think I feel bad. I don't do those things. I never. <laughs> I've spent money. Yeah. I've spent like probably two hundred dollars in Smite, but I think it is. It's a bit like I haven't seen it in any other game. Where you have to kind of like buy twenty things to get the cool thing, you know, and like some of those yeah. things you really don't like, you don't want. It would be kind of nice for them to put maybe like a premium price on the final item. So for those people that don't want to buy twenty items, yeah, maybe they just spend like a third of the gems that would cost to get like just the final product. Even though it would make less money for the esport pool or whatever they're saving for, it's. it's but if more it's, people it's, buy that end product. Yeah, maybe yeah, more. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually yeah. a good idea, I think. I don't know. It's, it's, it just seems a bit steep sometimes. I'm like, I hesitate myself. I'm like, I don't know if I want to buy these seven ward skins to get the Phantos skin, but you know, I end, right. some, <laughs> I end up doing it and I'm like, okay. And the, the Phantos skin's really cool, you know? And the problem I had with Summer of Smite was, I mean, with the Odyssey, there was a lot more stuff, but a lot of it was good. Yeah, the ward skins yeah. were a little much, but most of the skins that you were buying were actually really good, high-quality skins. That's Whereas true. all the Summer of Smite stuff, except mm -hmm. the on her, of course, uh, you know, it was all just kind of mm -hmm. cheesy, campy summer crap that no one's going to want to use. I like the Kali skin. I like the on her skin. That's pretty much it. See, and I, I'm kind of on the other side because I like the cheesy craps. <laughs> like the more bizarre crap I can throw in there in the game. I kind of like the keep it skin. Sometimes that was, that was cute. The B, the B skin. That yeah, was, that was a nice one. Yeah, it was. It was okay for people who like playing keep it anyway. So I, I and I think it is. It's they're hitting those different demographics, like like raging, you, you know, hitting uh, on the campy crap and uh, the people who like that, and then later on they'll hit on hopefully the uh, nice themed you know, God skin things that you like. Well, the new Odyssey is going to start. I mean, I don't know if you guys experience this, but when I fire up Smite, uh, when the main lobby is first coming up, there's actually an Odyssey uh, on the right end side of the screen that then disappears when the match, when the login rewards come up. So yeah, uh, it's, it's obviously already seated. They just haven't made it live yet. Yeah. They seated it. That's so dirty. Why are you going to phrase, phrase it like that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dirty old man. Okay, so also ESPN's recruiting for an esports editor. I don't know anything about that, but it's in the doc, so I'm mentioning so it. So is that one guy going to quit then? I don't know. I think he already quit. He, he oh, quit yeah. Already. Yeah, that's right. I think he did yeah. quit already. That's fine. I think I know who you're talking about, the guy that was like really angry about esports. Yeah, and he's like, if esports is a thing, I'm quitting. Yeah, he apparently <laughs> quit. He's quitting. See you later. <laughs> yeah. If poker is a sport, you know, if chess is a sport, 
Why not? See, and that's the yeah. thing. I think I think poker's a great example. I'm sure that when they first started putting poker on TV, all the doubters were saying the same thing they're starting to say about esports as it's starting to creep on mainstream TV. So Yeah. I think they're gonna be unpleasantly surprised. Yeah. yeah. That was like the Jimmy Kimmel thing recently as well, where he was just basically insulting people that watch games. He was saying it's ridiculous that someone should watch a game. And it just like this it's, it's a really hypocritical yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing like i don't know he's he's you know he, he likes to put his comedic spin on it but it, he just came across really ignorant to me because like there's these huge tournaments like even from from his perspective of watching someone else play a game i get it but even then like watching someone play a story game i i love that you know i love watching my favorite streamer play through yeah. the walking dead you know I, I don't find the same enjoyment in playing it myself i i like watching their reactions i like say so, yeah i don't think he really did much research in it and just kind of went in with that bullish thing and yeah didn't come yeah, because, across i mean really there isn't a whole lot much difference compared to like you know when the nfl season starts and americans start watching football the entire time yeah, or, or or hand egg as it's referred to in in, in the the <laughs> Europe's. Um, but I mean, it's it's basically the same thing. It's just a bunch of people sitting around at a computer. To me, yeah, you know, yeah, no, the, I, I think it's the same. I mean, some of the TV TV. shows I watched over the summer that so crappy. I would rather watch. <laughs> well, I, yeah, you should ask ask uh, what's his name. When the last time his network had a hit show? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. like they're all in their final death throes. Like Netflix and Hulu and HBO are are all going to streaming services, and they're all have the the best shows right now. Yeah. So who needs yeah. TV except yeah. for sports? Yeah, no, you just. I mean, for eighty bucks, you can rent out, get you what like a, a Nexus player and download Genesis and Cody and have all the TV you want for free anyway. But I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying it's a possibility. <laughs> uh, speaking of possibilities, uh, Sandboxer figures. Any more info about this? Uh, just that they're available. I got mine. I'm what? sure you can all guess who I got. Aries. Aries. Yep. Yep. Oh wow, that's um, huge. It's as big no. as your head. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty nice figure. It's very nicely detailed. So uh, Sandboxer's not paying us anything to talk about this. They're just awesome. So they, they uh, can I definitely like recommend to. them. The only downside <laughs> is right now they've only got uh, they've only got nineteen of the gods available. So yeah, I lucked out that Ares was one of them. They used to have twenty, and one of them dropped off. So I'm not sure. Like dropped off the is. shelf and broke, so they took it off the list, or <laughs> perhaps. They want like, a Capri one, man. That'd be awesome. Well, that's really um, cool. Huge. Huge. Yeah, not even close yet, I'm sure. You know what I want? And I think this would be totally easy to do is a smite card game like Hearthstone. Where yeah. your your champion, you know, your god is, you know, one from the different pantheons and your cards are all the you only uh, have four cards though the, for your abilities. No, no, cool. no they're mixed in with the other cards like minion cards and and uh like um what would be like a tower, you know, you yeah. put a tower out yeah. there, a tower card out, and they have to destroy the tower card. And I mean, it. I mean, literally, the game it can build itself off the rules of Smite. I mean, yeah. it takes it in your head right now to be perfect. Well, and they're they're doing a bunch of other stuff. I mean, they're going back to some of their older games. They've uh, spanned out into uh, um, phone apps. Uh, they've yeah. got Jetpack. I've been playing that on my phone. It's a fun little clicker really? thing. I heard yeah, about so the tribes um, being. Um, Re basically relaunched in a way with a new map and a 
some updates and yeah. So I still know why I couldn't talk him into an MMO. Maybe he just didn't like my MMO <laughs> ideas, but <laughs> I tried. I tried. I thought it was something we could do. Um, but I guess that's about that. So let's move on into. Actually, next... sorry, Brent. Did you want to talk about Steam? Do we want to talk about it now? Or like, we can talk about it now. Steam. So um, I saw some tweets out tonight. They were trying to get people to test some stuff on uh, Smite going to Steam. Apparently, and it didn't work very well when they first launched it. So they, it's kind of version two now, and they're trying to test it out. So and it's just like if we already have Smite, are we just going to basically connect our accounts through Steam somehow? So we log in through Steam instead? You probably re-download it through Steam. <laughs> and then I wonder if you can like do with the tribes. I wonder so, yeah. if you'll be able to like buy and trade gems at that point, or get cards and collect those kind of things. And yeah, honestly, the way it sounds is you're still going to be able to play Smite standalone, but you'll also be able to play it in uh, Steam. Kind of, I think I think Daisy is the same way you can play it in Steam as well as standalone. So I think that's kind of where they're they're aiming for. They want to try and grab as many of the the Steam players as they can and get them into Smite as well. And and all the beta codes are gone. So unfortunately, you don't get baited. No <laughs> one gets baited anymore. Well, we we discussed a long time ago, me and uh, Sire actually about a Steam integration because you know when a game comes to Steam, they get the kind of workshop normally like with the game. So you, if you're playing CS:GO or H1Z1. You can hop into the workshop and you can build, you know, a model gun or a, a sticker or something. And basically, if the community upvotes enough, it, they'll make make it into the game. Um, so we were saying like how cool it would be, you know, if you could actually do what they do in Dota 2, where you know you pick Ares, and you you know they've dropped a sword, and you you get to like use this special sword you you got dropped just by playing Smite, you know, like free drops, and mm. you have rare ones and common ones and. You know, the more you play, you just get these random drops similar to CSGO. But, yeah, I think that's a long way away that they were ever going to do it. But I think it would make people want to play the game more, and it would give you a bit more personality on your characters, where you could, like, give different armor, different swords and stuff. But Yeah, because they could basically just have a, a separate skin that you would have to buy, I'm sure. But that <laughs> skin would be built to basically throw those new items onto. But that's the thing. If they build each, you know, part of armor... And they basically can just throw it in the workshop, and you can just add colors. You can add those viewers cool. in. Yeah. How much yeah, issue does that cool. potentially cause, though, with getting to the point where you have a hard time recognizing the other god? I know with some of the skins, um, I was up against a Zhang Kui uh, the other day, and it was really the first time I'd seen that that GI Zhang skin. Yeah. And I didn't even know I was in his alt <laughs> because instead of ghosts, it's little missiles. Yeah. And you know. I, I, I did, I know exactly I what that. you're talking yeah, about. No, yeah, no, I hate that. Happened to that, me. I hate that so much. That's <laughs> a pain. Yeah, and hopefully but they'll fix it. Being a new player again, right? And not knowing what's. Oh happening. yeah, I mean, here's the the thing with what they do. Like I said, if you, if you guys haven't seen the two, they actually just have a you know you have the default character. It's like a very very plain model, and it it comes equipped with this armor. So when you're changing the armor or the sword and stuff, it looks like the same character. Uh, rather than changing, so it's just a lo different way they do it. And you know, after you finish a game, uh, basically you have a chance you'll get a drop. Sometimes you get a chest, which will have an item. I don't know if you ever watched someone open CS:GO chests. It's um, a pretty big thing on Twitch where they mm -hmm. spent hundreds of hundreds of dollars to get a gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. that's what we need in Smite. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just 
it's not something that is needed, but it's fun, you know, like you just to end the game and you get a drop is it's an exciting feeling because when you end the game right now, you, you know, you don't you don't really get anything and it does add a bit more playability to the game. I think that's why people enjoy or you see a bit more of a player base in CSGO and Dota 2 and stuff because it appeals to the casuals a bit more. Yeah, like like uh, quadra kills and pentakills should drop something. Yeah, you, something like that. Maybe if you, if you play 50 league games, you get like a chest yeah, you can sure. open or something. I don't know. That'd be awesome. I'm just imagining the kill steal raging, which is bad <laughs> enough already. <laughs> you just caused yeah. me a chest! God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. If they're bringing it to Steam, it's like... It could, it could potentially, they might be looking into doing the workshop thing, which could be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, and I wonder how it'll affect um, player base too. Just all, all around um, quality of players as well as uh, matchmaking, things like that. It'll be really interesting to see how it pans out, and mm -hmm. uh, hopefully it does good. I mean, hopefully it adds some good players to the game. Yeah, there. I mean, I Terra came to Steam, which was some um, MMO. And it was it was kind kind of dying, and Steam reinvented it. Really, like it came oh, back cool. to life. You know, a couple of million people came back and were playing it pretty actively, including a lot of people from my stream. Probably like twenty, thirty people were playing it. And yeah, it's just I think it will bring a lot of people into the game, and then we're just gonna like hope as a community, you know, that these people enjoy the game and they they stick playing it really, so they continues to grow. You know. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. We'll have to see that. And uh, I guess with that, we're going to move on to this. Patch of the Pantheons. So Patch of the Pantheons, that's where we talk about uh, the latest patch and uh, what's going down. Um, uh, New Guardian, uh, I don't know how, Jing Tian, is that close enough? Yeah, Jing Tian. As people I, call it. I, he's kind of a bruiser. Yeah. He's, he can do some damage, man. Yeah. I, I'm seeing him as being uh, a lot like Ares. He's he's going to be that kind yeah. of half assassin, half tank, uh, with that mobility and with that ult. I, uh, I think he's Bologna meets Ares. It's like, hmm. it's got the Bologna I was thinking Mercury magic. meets Hades, but yeah. Oh, uh, no. Whatever you want to spin on it, man. Well, he's got damage over time, right? With his one. Yeah. He has two... two well, two... Yeah, two uh, CC maneuvers, his ult and his three. Yeah. Right? So, I mean... And he's got an escape. A double escape. Yep. What more yeah. could you want? Yeah. I, I mean... He, uh, I, I played him for the first time tonight before the show, because I wanted to at least be able to say that... Uh, so I said it, and uh, it, it was fun to play. I think I went uh, one zero oh, and whatever the rest was. So I didn't really get many kills, but uh, uh, it was a lot of fun to play. Even though he, I don't know, he looks like a goblin, like an orc or something. <laughs> that like yeah. got his, his head cut his off. His is is can be devastating if you can. I mean, because you can run around while you're spinning around and just like scoop up everybody. So if yeah. people get close enough to you, just run through a crowd. You've scooped them all up. And you throw them, and then somebody CCs them again. Oh, dude! So they need to make like a uh, a Shing Ten uh, like ice cream parlor guy scooping people up into a big cone. <laughs> I, yeah. Hand them to the team, I got my, let them like six uh, hundred gems. I got a quad kill uh, in in one Scylla ult 
uh, because of him the other day. He picked nice. up he picked up four people and threw them all. And they were all low, and I just said, "Why up?" and tell them all at once with those sound effects too, huh? Yeah, it was awesome. Two hundred gems for those. <laughs> yeah, he seems to go. He seems to like have a really nice team comp, especially with a a Medusa or a Poseidon or any god that has like a lot of like a large AOE area. I mean, he'd probably be great with an Agni. Um, I mean, there's lots of other good team comps you could have with this guy. Yeah, I, I feel like, like this is going to be a good initiator. Too. What? <laughs> I, sorry, I, I like that his ult tosses the minions too. So yeah, yeah, like it's, it's not even just the gods; it cleans out the whole team from the area. Yeah, yeah so you can really like use that, utilize that. You know, if you're like initiating onto them, you're CCing the minions, so you don't take damage with your initiation, especially if you're like soloing him or something. It's pretty insane if you run it with Ares, and you can actually run it with Ares and Humbats, which is just ridiculous you probably can't survive because <laughs> you can just run airy support you can run this character solo and humbats jungle and you're gonna and have to buy bees ages <laughs> and uh, you're still screwed yeah. yeah and then you're forced to buy those and so your toolkits just exactly up. yeah and with the blink meta for like four blinks on every team you, not everyone will have a bees and an aegis so you're probably gonna get at some point a four or a five minute and yeah it's pretty brutal do you, th do you think that like every new god that he'll get a buff or i mean a, or sorry sorry a nerf like after a couple I, weeks or i think he should get some kind of a nerf it's hard to say where he's like broken because with these kinds of characters even with the capri you know like everyone was saying he's really op but you know, if you change the numbers down a bit you know he doesn't have the same initiation as athena or a mm. gab or an, an Ares, and he doesn't really have that good of a kit to uh, team fight with at that point so I think they might turn down his damage numbers a little bit maybe his regen a touch but he he's he's kind of okay to play around you know you can beat his ult pretty quick you can he's not very tanky doesn't protect his teammates that well right uh, so yeah, common denominator true. in the chat said that uh, he doesn't really see how he how he's good as a support and he's really not I mean he's good he's in a solo good. He mm -hmm. might be a decent um, mid laner, but I mean, really, he's a, a bruiser in arena, and um, yeah. beyond that, I mean, he really doesn't have a whole lot of supportness to him, other than just to tank up on health. But then he doesn't have enough power to do anything except throw people around and maybe stun them every now and again. You know, I yeah. thought they might actually nerf his his alt by not letting him pick up so many people at once. Like limited to two or three or something like that instead of or make it the whole team. level. <laughs> like it, literally, you could pick up the whole team. Yeah, it's, it seemed and really good about zoning people yeah, out. Yeah, and the minions and all the minions. Because like when I was playing them earlier, it's just like you could see people just afraid that you're going to come. It was kind of like the Ares thing, right? Waiting for yeah. Ares ult to be gone. Like you can really zone out, especially in arena. You know, just keep them away from wherever. Yeah, you step forward, they all step back, and yeah, you don't have to do anything. Place. You're just controlling the fight just by being there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the problem. When the ones, especially the highest though, I've seen a lot more like, you know, you see the Bologna support, you know, Bologna's not a support, but then they run it with the Athena jungle, and then, yeah, but it, it probably is a tad broken that they can pick up five characters, spin them around, and throw them into one location, and then knock them up and then root them afterwards. It's... It's a little bit <laughs> yeah. much. It's like, it, I can't mm. imagine as a new player, especially when I was new, I didn't buy beads. So I didn't know what they were. Yeah. I can't imagine people having <laughs> such fun. 
I remember getting five man areas ordered into like a Kraken once, and I was just like, done for a it week. Just happened. <laughs> <laughs> just went back to Siesta or whatever I was playing. That's why when I see like you know, if I play with some friends who are low, lower level, I try to play support or something. You see somebody just racking, you know, the Smurf just racking up new players. You're like, man, you, you're making these people so they never want to come back. And yeah, do something else, like heal them or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, it would be cool if there was like a smart tool tip, you know, where four men, four of you get Aries pulled, and it just maybe has like a little pop up <laughs> yeah. and says purification beads, you know, not even like as a BM right. thing. That's just, a great yeah. idea. Just you know, like if somehow the game knew you were getting killed by CC a lot, and it just said purification beads, because you don't see people buy them that much at lower level, like the newer t newer players. I think that's yeah. a they that's must great. I honestly think beads should almost be in the the tutorials. Yeah. yeah, I I think it's it's so important. It's like so much CC. Yeah, and they, when you're new, you're like, oh, meditation, cool. I can stay in lane. You know? Yeah. See, that could be your number one video, Sun Touch. You would never even probably imagine it, but you could do one video on beads, and it'd be like the <laughs> yeah, top well. spike <laughs> ever. Yeah, I mean, if people are sorry, you know, I just yeah, <laughs> buy them if, or Aries will own you. I mean, <laughs> it's just. It's kind of off topic for the patch notes, but like I said, I just feel like the problem with maybe the retention could be just that like unenjoyable factor that you don't know how to stop getting five man area soldered into a humbat soul and you're just like I can't move for ten seconds and you don't understand why and you know some people will figure it out but some people are just like eh. I go play <laughs> CSGO. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They need well, to. Uh, I was playing before this. <laughs> before Smite, I'd never played anything like this before. I wasn't a World of Warcraft player. Anything, nothing with mana, nothing. Yeah. And so everything, I didn't even know what CC meant. I didn't like, even know what AOE yeah. meant. I had no idea. I had no idea what anything did, or you know. So, so it, it, something like that would have been amazing to have at the, uh, when yeah. I first started because I. Literally clueless, and it, it's it's the same thing with like on a lot of the other uh, mobas too. I mean, like when I started playing League way before Smite, like Flash, like everybody has it, or at least yeah. back when I I played, I don't even know what the meta is now, but uh, like I'm oh look at this mana, I get a lot of mana for this thing, or you know I can port to Tower or something weird, and and so I wouldn't buy it early, and people were like, why are you not buying? But it's how you can tell the noobs from the uh, the experienced players. Yeah. The thing is, when you start playing, you don't really utilize your your mana pool well enough, and you get out of the mana a lot, and you, you just end up picking on meditation. I mean, I did the same thing, and yeah. mm -hmm. I became pro. It's just how it is. But someone says in the chat, you know, they, they suggest you... So there's you hope. Think, yeah, I mean, you know, you <laughs> learn eventually, but... Yeah, you die yeah. and you learn. I think maybe just adding something like that in the tutorial, just like, if someone uses CC, you can use beads, and they just show you, and then they know. Yeah. But yeah. I oh. will admit, the first time I got Ares pulled into a Kraken, the first thing that came to mind is, okay, I got to figure out how to not have that happen again. So <laughs> yeah, it did no, make it, me be a yeah. little bit more proactive in learning, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we got a, a lot more in uh, the patch notes. I don't know if any of this is big news. Any Anything big? Anybody want to pull out of this stuff? I'll just okay. put it in the show notes. I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. We, we got the Bluestone pendant change. Uh, mm -hmm. This is pretty significant. It's um, basically a huge buff on Bluestone Pendant. Uh, not that everything's competitive, but it's in the middle of an SPL season. And it's that basically changing up the meta. Everything. 
yeah. it changes the meta a lot. So there's a lot of more gods that were unviable, which are now becoming viable, such as Sunwokank, who was already at the you know very high tier. Uh, now he's like ridiculous again, and yeah, so pretty big change, quite surprising, and yeah, not many people are that happy about it. Uh, but it doesn't come with the health, though, right? I don't think it has health. It has mana now instead. I think that's okay. what they changed about it. Yeah. Yeah, it used to offer mana sustain. And adds extra damage. Yeah. Over uh, something. Yeah, it's damage over time. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. It's just... It's pretty insane for a starter item. And on certain gods, it's, you're going to just have a bad time and you're going to get poked out. And, uh, yeah... Yeah, it seems, uh, seems odd to kind of change up stuff like this in the middle of the season. Like, almost yeah. let the season they play out. And then it, yeah, yeah. They do it a lot. Or, like, ban whole teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm, you believe everything you read on Twitter. Uh, it, the, the craziest thing is, you know, like, if, if you look at, like, a game, the amount of actives you see and... You know, for me, if, if I was developing a game, I would be like, okay, there's eight blinks, ten purification beads in this game. And, you know, and then you look at the patch notes and you expect to see a little change to blink, and you don't. And there'll be like one weakening curse, and they're like, all right, well, we've nerfed weakening curse now as well. And that's also been, been nerfed. And that's a pretty significant one. So, yeah, I think the item changes this patch have been a little bit uh, crazy. There's three huge ones. Yeah. Uh, it's Blue Stem Pendant, Mail of Renewal, and Weakening Curse. Uh, Weakening Curse has been changed from 100% to 65% healing reduction. And this just means that the healers are now really strong. Yeah. Like, And not many teams have been practicing healers in the SPL. Uh, from a casual standpoint, I think it's even harder now to shut down those healers with, without communication. They're probably even scarier when you get like a hell or a Afro on your casuals. It's going to be hard <laughs> to stop them. So yeah, pretty big change, and uh, yeah. Is, you guys think? Well, of... perhaps those changes. Why? Why would they make a big change like that in the middle of a season? Why would they do that? Uh, I I'm not sure. I I guess they just there wasn't that many here. There wasn't <laughs> like that many healers. Uh, it, it's hard to say where they come up with the. I mean, if they're not basing it off of like the higher level, you know, if they're just looking at the numbers across the board, maybe they're looking at. Healers win percentages across all, all casual games, and they're seeing, you know, Aphrodite, Hell, their 20% win ratio, and they're like, okay, we need to change that. Maybe they're focusing more on the community rather than even thinking about SBL, which I think is fine, you know? I don't think yeah, everything yeah. should revolve around the That's SPL. Good. That's a good point. That's a good point. But but the game does revolve around Conquest, so... Well, that's the and, thing. I mean... Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it sucks to say, but, you know, even if you don't even like playing Conquest. Some people just watch the SPL and I don't know. You, it's part of how the games grow currently is you got to have that competitive side and have those big tourneys and you want to see the best teams get get through that have been putting the time in, sacrificing their stuff and not just get kind of like, oh, here's a massive change. Good luck in your game two days later. <laughs> You're pros. Uh, you, you can, can handle it. Oh, so, you know? so you mean like the nerf to Heartseeker? <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, that's the thing is, it, it can be rough, but it can also be exciting, so it, it depends on your standpoint. You know? Sometimes it's exciting, you're like, oh, maybe Epsilon will lose a game now. 
that. That's <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like in football if they're just like, um, this week uh, you can't use the ball. You can't touch they it. Didn't, they didn't reduce adapting's damage by 50%, so we're probably not going to see any change to the EU well, scene. When you're running around as a Willix, I mean, what? there's not much damage oh, yeah. reduction you can do. <laughs> But I mean, yes. it's 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 nice to see when they when they make these changes to see how the pros um, respond to them, and yeah. like, are they yeah. actually as good as they are? Can they respond and can they get better items? Can they rebuild? Can they do something different to stay as good as they are, uh, or or are they just completely dependent on you know the, these the meta and items the, or the yeah, and being complacent in how things well, are? Well, if if yeah. we look at like the numbers for the. I mean, if we look at like just the picks for, let's say, denial cog today. You know, we've we see the weakening curse nerf. Uh, does healing is healing scary? Is I guess what you have to say. And you look down the board, and basically, not, neither team picked really any healers. You know, they had the Guan Yu support, or they had the Guan Yu solo. Uh, second game they had a Guan Yu solo, Sylvanas. Still, gods we already saw. You know, so the reality of the situation is neither of these teams picked Aphrodite or Hell or Ra. So I don't know if they adapted fast enough or if that's just maybe they're just still not good. Well, and with the Guan Yu uh, pick, I mean, he got a major buff anyway, aside from the weakening curse. So, I mean, you can always attribute it to that anyway. Yeah. Guan Yu was Guan Yu. What was Guan Yu's change exactly? I've, I forgot. <laughs> uh, uh, um, he the big one is he now builds his passive off of doing damage instead of just taking damage. Okay. So uh, you don't have to be beat up to be able to heal somebody. And yeah. then they improved the slow on his warrior's will. Okay. Well, and, yeah, that's pretty good buffs. Well, I will I will mention that um, during the COG uh, denial game, you didn't see a whole lot of healers other than Guan. But uh, during the Epsilon Myrmidons <laughs> game, you did see uh, Aphrodite go 11-0. and 0 Yeah. And mm. Well, that, that's with, the thing. I... I, from my point, I mean, I'm looking at those numbers now. We've got Sayo doing pretty okay on Hell with his team feeding. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> and you've got the, the the Ra on one team, 0-7, the Afro on the other team, 11-0. But I I would I would strongly s suggest that the Healers will be coming back as probably by the end of Sunday when teams have had a little bit more time to experiment. There'll be a lot more healing. And like you said, with the Guan Yu buff, it's it's going to be seeing a lot more play in solo and support. Yeah. So, and I guess now is the time to do the changes so people can get their strats and everything ready for you know the the actual finals. And yeah. Everything. So yeah. I I can imagine it in a marketing perspective. Once you get there, they probably want people playing as as many different things as possible uh, and make that, it exciting. The hardest thing is you know like we I kind of touched on this day you know they. And look at the blink item changes. Fix the issue of camera. Where you know that's obviously not not a change. So at some point between now and January, I'm I hope they change blink. But if they do, then it's going to be a big shakeup again for the competitive scene because mm. all these teams are running four blinks, and you know every time you see a jungler, they have blink now. You bass that blink four blink. You have everyone blink. So that's mm. going to be a, a big change. I think that might actually happen. But I think the community wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. And that's one we'll see on April Fool's Day when they say they <laughs> removed it from the game. <laughs> All right. I'll, so I'll just I'll streamline this items, okay? So we've got Mail of Renewal. Uh, this item's crazy now. It's insane. Uh, it's 
just giving so much health and mana per kill. Uh, you also activate on objectives, uh, so you get them on the uh, FGE, Gold Fury, and even the Juggernaut in a Siege, which is pretty crazy. Mm. Um, just the Wild or on the lane ones too? I think just the middle one. Okay. I, I don't know, it doesn't specify, it says etc. So I, I, I think it might mean the bosses that spawn in lanes. <laughs> doesn't really say. They're probably such, not worried about Siege, but yeah. Such it's, detail. It's a lot of a lot of healing, and with some characters who have the healing with the weakening cast nerf, it actually is kind of insane on the support characters. And see, I saw Incon going like twelve and and twenty with the new character with the regen, and yeah, another pretty significant change. But one I don't mind. I think it's a pretty unique item, and I I like to see it. It's not bad. Hmm. So very cool. Well, I, I mean, I think we hit the major stuff in the patch. Unless there's something yeah. about us want to get to. We kind of even hit the Agony's Hot Topic a little bit. Yeah, that was going to be Weakening Curse. So we oh, were, really? Uh, oh, yeah. So, so, my bad. That was going to be the no, big debate perfect. for the night. Oh. See, I, I don't have to talk about it. That works out great. <laughs> we, can, we can debate uh, Assault versus um, uh, Arena. No? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should just call it a night then. No? Well, um, anyway, anybody have anything they want to say to people in the chat, in the, in the world, people listen to the will. show before we go? No. The, uh, the the chat's going crazy about the, the whole Myrmidons team comp that they picked during today, so it was a little bit oddball for sure. Well, that and our Captain Taco is running around in there starting trash too, so you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Myrmidons are an interesting team because they they look like they had all this potential, and then all of a sudden, they just replace one of their players, and they haven't had very much success. They have had some hard games though, but yeah, they. I feel like the magic of Morgal seems to have died a bit. Yeah, he seems to have like fallen off, and hopefully they can kind of find that back again and. He can get some of his lane pressure back and help those guys get a bit more success. But so, yeah, hard matchup. So with all the changes that that have happened early in this SPL now, uh, who do you who's call it now? Who's gonna win the SPL? <laughs> Wait, who's gonna win Worlds? <laughs> who's gonna win SPL and who's gonna win Worlds? So the NASPL, I'm pretty sure that AFK are gonna win. I'm just gonna. And and I think the EUSPL, the LAN, I think Paradigm are going to win. I don't think Epsilon are going to do good on LAN. I'm going to be okay. YOLO about it. I, I haven't... <laughs> none of them have really ever done anything on LAN. You know, like, Raph has been to LAN. I didn't have much success with uh, Mortality. Emilito was on that team, I believe. And he also had a bit of a hard time. Uh, Yamin and Adapting haven't been to LAN. And uh, Dimmy, I believe he's been to a land i can't actually remember though he may have been to a land but i just wonder how they're gonna do and i think they're really dominant right now but most of the time the eu dominant team struggles at land so um it's basically once they get head to head with fanatic and fanatic start shouting at them and uh they get in your heads a bit it can be quite hard to play <laughs> and on on the other side on na uh i think it goes the same a little bit because afk are just so dominant you know but they haven't won land in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
Very cool. Well, everybody go now. Go to youtube.com slash suntouch9, I believe. Is that correct? That's right. Thanks. Subscribe. And on, on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash suntouch. Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. I want to make sure you get all this. Anything else you want to tell people to send them to and look at and holler about? I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm good? happy. I'm I'm happy. Well, we definitely appreciate you uh, um, staying up. Is it staying up late or getting up early for the show? I know it was <laughs> one up, of them. Staying up late right now. Staying yeah. up late. Yeah. So we definitely yeah, appreciate, appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we won't see you in any uh, matches because you'll kick her ass. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but maybe we'll uh, be on the same team. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, thank you for just being on the show this week. That's okay, man. No problem. Yeah, thanks. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. And uh, with that, that's uh, Lincoln Bob, Bitburner, Raging Karan, Karen, Rage. Uh, Just call me Raging. Raging Cajun. Rage. Rage. I, I can't say it. I'm Brent Copeland, and uh, this has been another on Smite. Y'all come back next week. Bye. Ciao. Bye. I don't really know what happened there. Some weird buttons played some stuff. Well, there. We, we used the yeah. Hot Topic bumper after Obvious. all. It's all good. Nice Obvious. job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the end. Nice job. <laughs>